special interview, our first time, our first time having head coach of the Vandy Boys, Tim Corbin, on with us. Tim, thanks so much for taking some time with us, man. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So uh, let's start over the weekend. Uh, how did you feel the team's performance was uh, in the college baseball showdown? Well, I, I thought it was okay. I mean, we certainly uh, played a very tough opponent that first day, and uh, you know, what was a, a good game midway through turned out kind of lopsided, lost 11-4. to But I, I thought how we responded after that uh, I, I thought was well. You know, we played decently well against Oklahoma State. We had a pretty good lead for most of that game, and then it, the margin got a little bit tighter, which is a good thing because at the end when – you win one or two run games. There's something to take away from that, and I, I thought Sunday's performance was probably our best. It, it seemed like we got more comfortable as the week went on. The younger kids started to get more comfortable in the batter's box, and uh, I thought we we pitched a lot better on Sunday as well. So I, I think pretty good coming away from it, but there's still a lot of growth. Yeah, so you scored four runs, obviously, against TCU, and then the, the next two games after that, you have a combined 23 runs in that in those two games. Obviously, the offensive bats were there. Do you chalk that TCU game up just to first-game jitters uh, with, with a young group? Uh, I chalk it up to TCU being better than us, you know, at least on, on that day and, and being a pretty good team. I, I just thought, from a pitching standpoint, they, they threw the ball well. They threw a lot of strikes. I thought offensively, I thought they were pretty dynamic. I, I thought they looked like a team, and we've had teams like this too, where, you know, on the first day, they look like they're in midseason form. I just thought their body language and their approach and their aggressiveness, I think they kind of ambushed us a little bit, particularly as the game went on. Um, but uh, I, I think once we got going, I did. I, I felt like we were a little bit more comfortable in the batter's box and, we started to uh, do some things that we've seen. And you never know what type of team you have when you're playing each other for a long period of time. But I thought this was, you know, a good opportunity to get a lot of information back that you can use moving forward. Talking with head coach of the Vandy Boys, Tim Corbin. Bruno Reagan, what do you got for the fellow Vandy guy? Yeah, coach. I don't even know uh, if you remember me. Real quick before I get to my questions. you uh, Bruno, can't... Bruno, stop right there. <laughs> you, you, you're talking to a guy that remembers everything. Of course I remember you. <laughs> well, I, I know your high school career, too. I know you wrestled, too, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, then you do know. Well, I appreciate it, coach, because I never got to – even talk to you and thank you you came and talked to us before Ole Miss 2016 before we made that run for our first bowl, yeah. first bowl game and that was right after the Donnie thing I went to high school with him and it, it just left a big right. impact with me man uh we also went out there and beat the hell out of them so I, I just <laughs> appreciate you for coming in a lot of us still talk about that yeah. to this day how impactful for what that was but talking about impact as a coach do you learn a little bit more seeing that loss because obviously you want to go in get the sweep it would be nice everyone wants to wear the crown but you take that early loss do you learn more about your team that early in the way they respond in those next two games i think for the time being you do bruno i think you know you play early games and it's the beginning of the season and it's it's a very long season too but I think your playing personality is, is discovered as you go because of the ebbs and flows that you're exposed to. I mean, you're a team sport guy, so you understood that. But I think at least initially, I, I think you got a, a decent idea of how you line up. And I, I certainly thought the takeaway, at least for me, is watching Texas Christian, I thought, okay, that that's a really good team. And all the teams that I've seen over 38 years, that, that team right there is very well balanced. So um, we would have had to play really well to, to beat them. But 
I, I think at least early, I, I think we got some team speed. I think our aggressiveness will continue to grow. And from a pitching standpoint, I, I think that will get a lot better too. I, I think that was a hot environment. It was really cool because it's Major League Stadium. It's indoors, obviously, good crowds. I think from a temperature standpoint, it, it would have been very comfortable to sit at home at Hawkins and play three-game mm-hmm. series, and those games would have been tough. But to get on the road and, 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 and face that resistance, it was almost like a bowl game in football. It was like, you, this, is, this is good. This is heightened a little bit, especially on, on week one. Coach, do you – I've always wanted to ask you this. Do you kind of feel the pressure added because Vandy boys – that's the brand. Like, I'm a, I was a football player. Get to talk to some of the baseball players, the basketball players. You guys always kind of had to set the standard for the entire university. Do you kind of get that added extra pressure as a coach, or is it just kind of just the norm at this point? Well, I, I, I don't want to say norm because that, that would almost be like taking it for granted. I, I think mm-hmm. it, with me, it's and I share this concept with the kids too, is retaining your innocence as a, as a person is very important. And being able to recover from winning or losing, regardless of what the experience is, is very important too. And I feel like this, to me, Bruno, it, it gets, you know, it's, it's it's difficult to reach consistency. It really is. I mean, to have good years is one thing. To replicate good years is another thing. And it's almost like raising an infant. You know, you gotta you gotta watch it all the time. You can't you can't take anything for granted. You can't think that one season is going to lead to another one because they're completely new experiences. So you, you do in a lot of different ways have to reinvent yourself as a team, as a group, because even if the difference between you, your freshman year versus your sophomore year and junior year, it's the first time you were ever junior. It's the first time you ever senior. And I think when you're exposed to those, that, those growth periods right there, you reinvent yourself as well. But uh, no, I, I wouldn't say I feel any type of pressure, and I certainly don't want the kids to feel that way, too. I think it's more about trying to uh, empower them each year to give, the, give themselves the gift of competing once they get on the field. It's try to get in those training environments and really work to the level that you need to in order to grow and have good awareness of what you're capable of doing, what you're not capable of doing, because that's just as important. Then when you get into a game environment – it's just letting it go, and I think when you can let it go and empower the kids to have that moment as their environment, then I think a lot of good things can happen. Talking with head coach of the Vandy Boys, Tim Corbin. Tim, uh, this past weekend you got to the first in-game action of using the pitch clock. It seemed like your guys actually responded pretty well to it, and that wasn't a, uh, a commonality throughout the league. Um, did, did y'all emphasize this in practice, or was this something that – uh, it just kind of comes naturally, y'all, with just being kind of what you're talking about just now, a little bit of consistency going through. Yeah, I think there was a, a lot made of it, and there's going to be a lot made of it at the Major League game, too, because they're even quicker than we are. they got 18 seconds, and they got to get in the batter's box pretty quick as well. But I, I do think the game will calibrate itself. I, I don't really think it's as big a deal as, as what – now there's going to be some hiccups along the way, and coaches are going to get a little bit upset. There were – three different times, not against us, thankfully, that we were exposed to the pitcher getting a ball or the hitter getting a strike, and one of them was a strikeout. So uh, we play pretty fast, but I I think at the same time, if I'm a consumer and I'm a fan and I'm watching baseball, I want to see the game move along too. I don't like the dead periods of baseball. I don't like them at all, and I think – 
two hours and a half is a good time. If you can finish in two hours and 15 minutes, I think it's good. And I think it can be done with harmony so it doesn't feel like you're manufacturing the time. I think guys will calibrate themselves with it, and I, I do feel like at the end it'll prove to be a good thing for baseball. I, I know you've been asked this before. Uh, I'm assuming you have in this time period. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the run rule side of all of this. I know you've been br- you brought up before your time before uh, with Clemson, uh, the yeah. eleven to ten game. I, I think it was NC State, if I remember that cro- that quote correctly. Right. Um, and it, it, I, I've talked about this last week when we were you we were discussing actually your quote on it. It does feel like it kind of kills some of the magic of baseball, which is, you know, football, you can mm-hmm. run the clock out. Basketball, you yeah. can run the clock out. Baseball, you got to yeah. get those outs. No matter what, You there's been plenty of teams, not just you, but other teams that have won it. What are your thoughts on that run rule? Do you do you, do you feel like that's kind of hurt the game a, a little bit with that kind of rule? I wouldn't say hurt, but I, I do think, to your point, there's time periods where there is no clock. And because of that, you always feel like you got a chance. And I just remember that game. It was just unbelievable, the turn of events. And you can feel momentum in sport. And in baseball, when momentum starts to turn, I don't even really think it matters what pitcher you put out there because it's just like the the momentum created, created from an offensive side, side just takes over the ball game. And I think that's where... Yes, you know, seven, eight innings, there's still hope, you know, especially if you get the margin down underneath 10. But if you're at 10 and seven innings, then the game's called. The plus of it is there's probably some coaches who get into that part of the game and they go, my God, you know, I would love a 10-run rule right now just so we could get (laughs) out of here because I don't want to waste any more pitching when I have to go into a weekend and play – such and such on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So I think that's the positive of it. Will, will it ruin the game? I don't think it will ruin the game, but I just do think that the, there's those magical moments that you suggested that happen in baseball that really can't happen in basketball or football because of the clock. And uh, so tomorrow you, you're getting back to your – it's your 21st – I don't know if anybody's told you this. It's your 21st home opener uh, tomorrow. You're going to hear that here on National Sports Radio. Andrew Algretto on the call. Uh, what Does that – does that? I mean, you said this earlier a little bit with Bruno. You don't want to say it's the norm or anything because it does lose some of that that special side of it. Does that ever get like going back to the Hawk? What does that mean to you for twenty first time home opener? I mean, it's built. You've built such a legacy already uh, with the Hawk and with your coaching career. What does that mean to you still? It means a lot. I mean, I you know I mentioned innocence to Bruno, and I mean that. I mean, sixty one years old and. Just get, You know, I put my pants on, baseball pants now, and today's an off day for us, but I put them on every morning at 7.30, and that's, that's no joke. But the reason I do it is because there's going to be day when that's over, and I don't ever want to see that day come to an end. And it's like there's a lot of times, and I don't mean to sound dramatic here, but there's a lot of times where I sit here and just say, this is a dream, you know, I – I just wanted to be a high school teacher. I say just. A high school teacher, there's a lot of importance to that. But that's where my mind was. And the fact that I'm a college coach at Vanderbilt University for 21 years, and I've lived in the same spot Maggie and I have for 21 years. We've raised a daughter here who played tennis here. Yeah, it means a lot to me. I don't want to ever take this stuff for granted. And I, I just want to 
create the same situation every day because I know at some point in time it'll be gone, and I don't want to see that day come. So, yeah, it is. It's very important to me, and I, I enjoy every single minute of it, and I still get nervous, and I, that's a good thing because I think when you don't get those nerves and you don't get those butterflies in competition, then I think you got to check yourself to see if this is really where you're supposed to be and whether you should s- still do it. But the kids keep me young. I hope that – Personally, I provide a you know a good experience for them and the coaches around here too because we're we're very lucky to have what we have. Well, coach, I think there's a lot of people that just heard you say that and they they say the same thing about your career. They're glad that you've been here for 21 years and that you've been able to be a part of this community for as long as you have, just because the impact. Uh, one one thing I want to ask too, uh, I I have a connection with your team of my other jobs. I do uh, I do play by play for Full Count Rhythm. Uh, which yep. uh, Ryan Ginther up in uh, Station Camp and then played up there with it. I know he had a bad outing uh, this last little bit. It was an unfavorable outing, I guess we can say. But uh, th- that kid, talk to me a little bit about that kid because we've seen him thrown into the pressure cooker right away with that last game uh, against OSU. Uh, 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 what was that? The regionals uh, last year where he came in and made a huge strikeout. Talk to me a little bit about right. that kid and, that, and part of your pitching staff. Yeah, I love him. Ryan's got a really good arm, and he's really come on. And you mentioned last year against Oregon State, he came into a very difficult situation and got out of it for us, which was needed because that was a, a one-run game. You know, he uh, he, he had one, one tough inning, and that was that was because of the bats more than anything. And that's, to me, that that's way better than putting guys on base, and he didn't. Um, they actually hit the ball very well, and it's kind of that – momentum that i was just talking about but um he's he's good he's really good it's a good left-handed arm out of the bullpen he throws in the low to mid 90s and he's got a good breaking ball too and i think he's one of those kids that every time he gets out there he gets a step better so we're going to be very reliant on ryan and his performances this year and then uh to last question here coach corbin we appreciate you jumping on with us uh, yeah. I, I, my time as a producer at this station, I, I would talk to you periodically, you know, getting you on for show, other shows that were in the past year. Now as a show host, I could talk to you about the UFC. I know you're a huge fan of the UFC. Uh, we would talk about it all the time. Uh, later this year, you're going to well, actually, what, March? John yeah. Jones comes back in March. McGregor's going to come back later this year through a tough finale. Uh, who are you more excited to see back in the cage between those two? I want to see John Jones again. I, I just think that it's been a long time since he's been out there. Uh, he's He's gone through different moments in his life where he's probably had to battle some outside things. But um, the fact that he's coming back and is, is going to face Cyril Ghosn, which that's, that's, that's a very tough opponent. Uh, but I, I'm lo- really looking forward to it. McGregor, I, yeah, I'm looking forward to him because of his personality. But – you know, I'm more about Volkanovski and, you know, some of those uh, Chandler. I, I like those smaller guys who who are really quick and really have a burst and uh, a twitch to, to what they do. But I'll be excited about that card. I'm excited about every card. I mean, that I didn't get to uh, see the one this past Saturday with Jessica Andrade and um, – a young lady, from, and I'm, her name's escaping me, but she's from New Jersey. So I watched all of that this morning when I worked out. So, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I love that stuff. I don't, I don't miss them, that's for sure. Well, Bruno and I will be buying the food if you ever want to come have a watch <laughs> party with us because we're, we're just up there with, with 
<laughs> well, we'll set it up. Don't worry. We'll uh, we'll get it catered, Tim. Uh, Tim Corbin, head coach Thanks, of the guys. Vandy Boys, has joined us. Tim, thank you so much for taking time with us. Yeah, thank you both again. I appreciate it. Bruno, it's good hearing your voice again. Thank you. I'm sure I'll see you soon, Coach. Have a good one. Okay, brother. Take care. Good stuff there, head coach of the Vandy Boys. Good listen, season. Hey, a lot of baseball left on. Listen. <laughs> 